Hello, my friends, and welcome to Joke and Joe's Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm Jolton Joe, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, and the godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Network, Terrible Ted. Get ready for some skull-crushing wrestling chatter. Welcome, my friends, to Jolton Joe's Wrestling Radio. I am uh, back after a uh, a brief respite. Uh, I understand that the boys got a little out of hand last week, and yeah. I want to apologize to that, uh, to all of you for that, because, uh, you know, when uh, dad's away, they seem to uh, misbehave. But anyway, let me introduce to you the uh, the future... Announcer of the year, Mr. Tyler Peters, and the future podcast owner of the year, Terrible Ted. Welcome, fellas. It's great to be here with you guys. Yeah, Joe. Joe, it's nice to have you back and to not have to do your job this week, man. You see how you see how classy I am. I just just put it right out there. I know what you, all of you listeners and watchers, um, all you rewinders uh, had to put up with. And uh, I'm so sorry about that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but we got a lot to talk about, so let's not mess around. First, Ted's got some, some um, important uh, business to kind of uh, bring us up to speed with. And then we'll get into some of, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on this week. So let's, let's shoot it to Ted. Let him uh, uh, tell, tell everybody what's going on in our universe and, and we'll come back to everything else. Well, just so you guys all know, there is a free version of the WWE network. No, I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Ma, the, uh, that's where you're making your money. Okay. Right. Uh so guys, the uh, obviously Tyler, you've got the gig tomorrow night, man, and yeah. uh, this show is going up as soon as we finish filming it. But uh, but tomorrow night, Tyler's at the the CCW Lucha Mania show, and Tyler, tell us uh, tell us where that show is and what time uh, doors open and bell time, man. Yeah, that's going to be at Helios Granite right there in Nashville, Tennessee, and the doors will open at six o'clock. Bell time, 7 o'clock, and that's this Saturday, July the 25th. You want to get there because you're going to have, see Super Crazy, Phoenicious. You're going to see a lot of great talent there, and uh, I'm excited, man. A lot of lot of great athletes, so come on out to Lucha Mania. Support Coastal Championship Wrestling. Isn't, isn't it a little far for the limo to pick you up from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Hoopleville? Yeah, probably a little bit, but, you know, we, we're working it out. I'm going to come in as a surprise. Oh, you'll walk like, halfway? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Tiki I, I've bar. missed you. I have. Tiki bar. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, have a, enough stress without me uh, oh, uh, giving him a hard time. Well, folks, if uh... – couldn't be more right uh <laughs> folks if you want to get tickets for the event tomorrow night obviously when you when you get to the event you're going to have to seat uh you're going to be socially distant and how you're seated and uh there's only 250 people allowed in the space uh per the 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 local you know conditions for being able to host an event there in nashville 
Um, you can still grab tickets. There's a couple left. There's not a whole ton left at Coastal Championship Wrestling FL.com. That's Coastal Championship Wrestling FL as in Florida.com. And uh, you can also find those guys on all the social medias. Uh, they have they have an account everywhere. So make sure you go check them out. They have a really cool product. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bill Alfonso is managing our boy Venetius now. Yeah, and that's awesome, man. Like, that's oh, cool. It's great. Yeah. I'm- I'm going to be intimidated, you know, getting to meet some of these people, man. Cause I'm, I know Ted, you've had experience and Joe, you've met some wrestlers, but I'm new to it, man. I'm not, you know, I hadn't met any wrestlers, you know, in person. So they're going to be intimidating, intimidated uh, meeting you too, because uh, you are a legend around these parts. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you putting me over, but I, I doubt that. They're probably like, okay, you better put me over. You're, you're going to get it. So, uh, Oh, boy, oh, boy. Beautifully. That's right. That's right. I'm excited for that and for you. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see the footage. I cannot wait to see it. I'm going to be – so what's cool is I'm actually going to be doing a review of the show. Uh, Venetius is going to send me the, the footage from the show, and I'm going to get to do a, a review kind of like I do from – uh, for ACPW, so it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. I'm, I'm excited to see some uh, some fresh wrestling <laughs> with with people that are actually there. Um, That's very true. Yeah. Art, I got Tyler. Are you gonna wear that uh, pink flamingo suit of yours? <laughs> pink you? one, yeah. No, yeah. actually, he wants me to wear a black and white. I've got a bow tie. He said wear a bow tie. So I guess he's wanting me to do the buffer stuff. You know, I got to wear the. I, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. Well, we'll find out. That's right. I hope that's we right. get pictures anyway. If yeah, nothing else, we need yeah, pictures. Blackmail, right. yeah. So uh, the, just a couple of things on the, happening on the channels. Uh, the, the Wrestle Game Rewind, we're doing this cool universe mode thing where um, where people can submit their, their creator wrestlers for 2K19. Uh, for WWE 2K19 to Tyler, and he's going to put them into the universe mode. Tyler Wooter is the guy that that runs that show, yeah. and um, awesome. And so he actually the latest video for Wrestle Game Rewind is a, a little tour because he made like a custom arena using the Rewind logo and everything like that. So he's uh, he's got that up, and that's that's pretty cool. It's a real short video. Go check it out. It's fun. Um, and then uh, I, I put up for the first time in a little while, I put up some some solo pods where it was just me looking down the lens. And I haven't done that in months just because there's been so much crazy stuff going on uh, with the family and everything like that. But I got back to it and, um, you know, I got some I got some good responses. Uh, I, I, I did a Slammiversary review, which, uh, you know, obviously I think we're going to talk about Slammiversary a bit tonight. But um, but then I also did a real, real short one about the NWA. And I'd be interested just to get a real brief thought from you guys on this. Um, you know, th- there were rumors last week that Billy Corgan was going to be shutting down the NWA. Raven had said that the NWA was going away. Billy has since issued a statement. It was It's funny because I published that podcast and like literally 20 minutes later, Billy Corgan's posting on social media, we're not shutting down. But um, but what I said in my podcast was, you know, what do you guys think has to happen for the NWA to to stick around? You know what I mean? To 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 be able to to still compete and go out there and do what they've got to do. And um, and I got a couple of cool messages on Twitter and on Facebook, so that was cool. Like I got some fan interaction there, and I got to talk to some people about it. And uh, 
I, there's one comment that I haven't gotten to on YouTube yet, and I will get to that. I promise you. Um, but yeah, guys, what do you guys think? What did, what's up with the NWA? Obviously, Billy says they're not going out of business, but what do they have to do to to get back into the game here? Now, I heard that um, that they did a town hall last night, and I actually went on Twitter and questioned uh, Maureen over at the NWA as to um, I said I, I wasn't aware of it. Was there something we could have watched? And apparently it's for their Patreon, um, high-level Patreon folks. All right, well, you know, but however, it is, I believe, now posted on YouTube. And so I'd love to see that interaction, and I think Mm -hmm. we may have more. Not having seen that, um, it's been a little bit of a head-scratcher for me, short of the issue with Lagana and, you know, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly he was an important cog in that wheel. Uh, but I would think that Billy could bring in someone, you know, either on par or better mm-hmm. to make that happen. One thing I'm not sure of is why they didn't try to do, and, and probably costs, and I'm be, I don't want to be naive here, but costs of doing a show without people and how much is he willing to invest in all of that? So we really, we got the little shows, uh, the Carney Land, and it, it wasn't my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. I like those wrestlers. Now, what we saw on Wednesday night um, which uh, was, you know, one of the NWA wrestlers um, showing yeah. up, you know, um, and, and you guys can talk to that. But um, it looks like he may get a shot. I don't, I don't know. That's a whole nother, you know, conversation, what right. AEW is doing there. Sure. But it looks as though, there's some splintering of the talent now yep. that was in the NWA. So maybe we'll get an answer by watching that YouTube video. I wish I had been able to do it beforehand, but um, yeah, I'm concerned um, because it, I, you know, Tyler and I were big fans mm-hmm. of what they were doing. Yeah, they, they were awesome. I, but yeah, I'm with you. I think it's hurting them with the pandemic. Unfortunately, you touched on it with cost and not being able to do what WWE and AEW is doing and seeing like Starks on AEW. That's just so many big names now popping up somewhere else or maybe they'll end up on impacts just really affecting them. And Nick Aldis is trying to stay strong. He sent out an open letter of support to the fans. That's what I saw. But I'm with you guys. I'm such a fan of it. They were bringing an old school feel with, you know, just a new presentation. And and Ted and Joe, I, that's all I'm going to add on that. I, I disagree with a lot of what Joe said. And Ted, I'd be anxious to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I um. Did he say he, he disagrees or he agrees? He said he agrees. Oh, I'm sorry. They said disagree. I'm like, oh, you don't sound like you disagree. No, that's a swerve. I did. No. I didn't. <laughs> Go ahead. Got Ted. him. <laughs> uh no so so my guy my thing is um i agree with joe you know they they need to bring in someone that's on par or better than lagana i frankly i think that it's easy to 
bring in someone better than Lagana. <laughs> um, you know, just, just from a personal preference standpoint. Um, but that being said, I, I am concerned about the locker room kind of splintering up right now. Um, like, like was said a few minutes ago. Um, I, I feel like they need to get back on the wagon and get something out there, whether it's pulling scrap footage together that we, that we hadn't had from before or if it's, you know, we're only going to bring in these eight, you know, talent members and we're going to do, you know, eight man double elimination tournaments and, you know, just do something to get a number one contender for Nick or whatever, you know, just, just to keep the ball rolling in any kind of way, shape or form. Uh, They need to do something. They, They need to get something in ring happening because Carney land ain't cutting it. No, I yeah. mean, if you – and, and I, that's pretty much over, right? They're not doing that. No, they haven't, they haven't done it in a couple you know. weeks. And, I mean, if you think about some of the guys who were getting a little bit of a um, – building up some steam, uh, even like uh, question mark, Eric Stevens, yeah. uh, you know, Eddie, who who now just showed up on AEW, we mentioned that. Um they're in limbo and everybody has been, but you can start to feel a little bit of a ramping up. And I know we're kind of off topic here, but I think it all comes together. Um, MLW seems to be ramping up now. Now they've been putting their, um, gosh, I can't think of the name of the, the, the show that they're putting together and it's clips of some of the, you know, it's a carny mm-hmm. land kind of thing, but not as goofy. You know, it's mm-hmm. more, you know, Selena. Okay, yeah, I think they did a thing with Selena at the spa. But there's also some stuff about, oh, uh, Selena's going to be bought out uh, of her company. There's, uh, uh, well, now Pillman, who was a part of that, he's been, I don't know if he's a full member of AEW. I don't know if he's been signed, but you got that happening. You still have Hammerstone and uh, Most Marketable there, and and I love those guys. Will they continue as Dynasty? I don't know. But I feel a ramping up, and they're even talking a little bit about um, what they call a Wrestle Island or something. So Mm -hmm. there may be an idea in the works where they're going to kind of bring these guys and and, and try to pull some matches off. I hope they do. Again, I'm a big fan of MLW too. So it's a tough, it's a tough, tough, tough time. We can uh, only guess where it's going, but I think the one that's on life support right now is NWA. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, Tyler, go ahead. No, I, I was just adding up, you know, that's really unfortunate because with you guys, I, I agree. It was just, so refreshing their product and like joe said all the characters you know question mark eric stevens i love that they were just getting that going in that momentum unfortunately with the times and what we're facing it killed it and that's all i was going to put on that yeah i don't know if you guys saw this or not but uh but fatu just resigned with mlw too which is a huge a huge get for them which is awesome yeah that's awesome well, yeah, guys. So go check, go check out the uh, the pods and uh, and hit hit me up on social media or uh, you know or leave a comment and I'll be happy to get back to you and and get that wrestling conversation going. 
Joe, I believe we have a, a whole laundry list of shows to talk about, man. <laughs> yes. um, I, you know, this will be, this will be a three hour show if we stop on everything. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I'll tell you what, we have to start anywhere. I think I would like to start with uh, our WWE pay-per-view last Sunday night. Okay. Um, if you guys don't mind. Um, nope, so no I'm going to start with that one. Okay. Um, just to get more airtime, you know, cause I wasn't around last week. So. <laughs> oh, that's the reason. That's the reason. No, uh, I got to tell you, there were some good matches and bad finishes. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't, Although they've so, sort of improved things with uh, Bailey and and uh, you know and, and that whole situation, really the Sasha match with Bailey getting involved, I just thought, come on, stop it! What? Yeah, that was one really good matches with all of those women, Oscar, yeah. Bailey, um, you know, and it's funny because I gauge some of my some of what my wife says while we watch um in fact we were watching a little bit of smackdown tonight it was actually one of the better smackdowns uh in a while if if you get to see that uh but so the interaction between bailey and sasha i think i think bailey's finally got a personality and it's part funny it's part cynical or sarcastic and sometimes it's a little goofy. Yep. And I, I don't mind that at all. Of course, you see him every show, except for NXT, you know, but that was fine. Anyway, so that's my number one. Uh, the finishes. The eyeball thing. I'm sorry, guys. You know, I didn't, I didn't look closely and slow it down but everybody's saying it was a ping pong ball and it wasn't necessary why don't you just beat the crap out of each other you know uh what's by the way what's the wwe line on on blood is it do they mix that completely these days or hard way or i'm wondering about that so, so my understanding of it is that the WWE is bloodless unless they have special permission and it's a network only show. So if it's on USA or if it's on Fox, no blood unless, you know, it's accidental, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, if someone gets busted open the hard way, it happens. Um, but if it's a network show, it's like only very certain people get to show color and, it has to be approved directly through Vince. Yeah. Okay. You know, I had a feeling that was kind of the way it was, but I didn't um, understand that either. Yeah. Yeah. But I really so, felt like why not just beat the crap out of each other? The eye thing. Yeah. Is yeah. So, so let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys think that you would have been as satisfied or more satisfied with that match and the payoff of that match? If it had been either a first blood match or a last man standing match, you know, something along those lines. I think I could have handled it better because I, I, I'm with you. That finish was just the eye, just like a Halloween prop. I mean, it yeah. really was. It just, and I thought they were going to do it cinematic. They fooled me. I mean, they, yeah. they did. Yeah. That's what I thought they were going to do. And 
Yeah. And it just was Seth puking. It was bad. I mean, it was just like, okay, we're getting a little too active here. It's, uh, yeah, the whole thing just was a mess to me. Nah, for it's nah, sort nah. of like the boys in the back going, oh, we you see him barf. Oh, he's going to spew all over the place. Yeah, that sounds okay. like, you know, he, he uh, likes that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, but um, so I'm going to, I'm going to just cut to, to the end here because we could talk about every match, blah, blah, blah. I don't yeah. think we need to. One, I got to tell you, um, I don't dislike Dolph. I think he plays an interesting part in some of this stuff, uh, almost almost like Corbin, you know, mm-hmm. King Corbin does. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with him getting a rematch and that stuff. I don't know how you guys felt about the last match, but you know I'm a Bray Wyatt fan. You know I'm a Fiend fan. And I got to tell you, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So it wasn't a match. It was a movie, you know. Yeah, it was a really long version of the uh, Funhouse. Uh, I liked it. It wasn't wrestling, though. No. Agreed. Um, man, I... So I didn't hate it, right? Um I liked that it brought back the fiend at the end. I thought that was good. It kind of shows us again, that three faces of Foley type of character, which makes me kind of okay with Firefly Bray being around occasionally. (laughs) Um, It's great. (laughs) But, but my, my biggest thing was that it was just, it felt like it was 10 minutes too long. It felt like, it felt like there was 10 minutes, 10 minutes of stuff in there. That was repetitive to the point of boredom, um, and, and and I'm I, I don't say this lightly because I know I'll get some heat for it, but I I actually fell asleep on it the first time I watched it, and I didn't watch the show on the day of the show. Right. I watched it on Monday That's on what the I- network, and. I watched it like over the course of the day. Mm. So like I watched a chunk of it in the morning. I watched a chunk. So it's not like I had been sitting there for two, you know, two and a half hours watching this show. And I was just like oh, comatose by the time the main event came. Like I sat down specifically to watch the main event and I, I passed out. I, I had to, really- I had to go back. <laughs> I had to go back and rewind it and, and watch it again yeah. just so I could see the match. I was like, I'll tell you what I did. Like I did like the inclusion of Alexa bliss. I, I liked I, I liked how they pulled that in. Um yeah, that, was, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And uh I gotta be honest with you guys. So I'll just ask you this. Is was there some kind of history that I'm missing here? That yes. okay, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, Alexa Bliss, what if, if I you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Braun Strowman, they had like a love triangle there, didn't they? For a little or he had a crush or something. Maybe not quite, but something yeah. like that. Yeah, he had a crush on her. Like, it was kind of played up that he had a crush on her when they were doing the mixed match challenge thing on the network. Oh. And on, okay. and on fa- it was on, like, on Facebook Watch. Like, they were trying to break into Facebook Watch, and, th- and that's how that was happening. Okay. I, see, I didn't remember that. Yeah. And I thought, I'm missing something here. I know I am. Uh, but, yeah, I, I loved it because um, – in a way, is kind of a sister, sister Abigail kind mm. of a 
reference, but it wasn't, you know, the snake. Yeah. And I, I want to say one la- uh, other thing about Firefly. Uh, the episode tonight, because before I came uh, down into the dungeon here, I uh, I watched about, you know, 45 minutes of it. But uh, I really enjoyed it because you got Bray, Funhouse Bray, um, but with the lantern, um, which of course is, is you know, original Bray, <laughs> you know, that's his head. Right. I enjoyed it. So I, I don't want to give anything away uh, if there's anything to give away, but I hope you guys get to see that because I thought it was yeah. good. I think, you know, hey, the Fiend's kind of like uh, WWE's like Jason or Michael Myers. I, I think that's how that match made me feel. When he came up out of the water, I'm like, it, it's cool. I mean, it's neat, you know, to have the Fiend come out. But that's what it reminded me of. You know, this is – they're trying to pass this fight off as like a horror movie because he's yeah. playing the games in his head, and Brian's actually hit himself in the head with a shovel. He, so, you know, they're they're going that route. So it, it's kind of hard. I couldn't be too critical of it because it is what it was, you know. So yeah. it was going to have things you didn't like and things you enjoyed. So, But I'm with you. I actually didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I was kind of in between. So, Agreed. If I compared that, Ted, to uh, the um, Orton Edge thing, yeah. that to me was interminably long. Yeah, they drew yes. that. You know, so yeah. that's the only thing I'd say there. Man, you've got some heat on that match. You just don't like that match at all, man. Every <laughs> Sorry, time man. every time you have something you don't like, you compare it to that match. <laughs> like that's like that's that's your gauge now. You're like, Well, did I hate it as much as I hated Edge and Orton at WrestleMania? No? Well then it's okay, you know. Randy Orton is so good and he's he so is. hot right now. Oh gosh. That- the best as he's ever been, yeah. They could have done that better. Anyway, that's old hat. <laughs> well, we know the match that gets you aggravated. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. yep. There's a few of them, but, you know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's. why don't we jump into Slammiversary here. Impact, uh, boy, did they hype this up. They did. And, uh, you know, I, Ted, I'm throwing it to you. I have one point of contention, I guess, Um and one particular match that I really enjoyed, but let's give it to you because you had a you had a lot to say uh, while we were kind of texting back and forth yeah. during the event. Yeah. And uh, I, I go ahead, <laughs> Joe, Joe. First of all, I have to say thank you um, because Joe Joe essentially paid for my ability to watch the pay per view on <laughs> on Saturday. So thank you, Joe. It thank you, out. Grandpa Joe. You know, so uh, it worked. <laughs> it did. It did. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I really liked a lot about this pay per view, and I was frustrated with it. Um, right as the main event started, I was really frustrated with how the main event was going down. Um, but I went back and rewatched it with a little bit more clear head later, mm. and I felt better about it. Um, you know, I love the Motor City Machine Guns. They're one of my top five tag teams of all time. Wow. And um, and I, I'm super excited that they're back. Um, I, I'm very excited that they're back. I think that the that those two guys are awesome. Um, I thought the match was great with the Rascals. So 
you know, it was good. It was back and forth. They did a lot yeah, of fun stuff. Uh, it didn't look like they'd missed a beat as a tag team, which is awesome. Um, the TNA World Heavyweight Championship <laughs> match, Moose and Tommy Dreamer. Um, it's exactly what you expect from a Tommy Dreamer match in 2020. Yeah. Um, Moose made him look great. Um, you know, Moose made himself look great. And despite whatever may actually be true or may just be a work about how Moose behaves backstage, um, you can't take away from the fact that the man can perform. The man can perform really, really well. He's very, very good at what he does. And, uh, and he's exciting to watch. Um, I've said since he, since he started doing this TNA World Heavyweight Champion thing, I've said it a couple times on the show, um, he makes me want to watch Impact Wrestling with this TNA Heavyweight Championship thing where he's walking around saying he's the real champion, you know? Um, so that was cool. And Joe, I'm pretty sure this is this is where things go downhill for both of us. Um, oh, yeah. Tyler, I, I don't, did you you didn't get to see? Did you see clips of the show? I, I saw clips. I didn't really get to see the show. Yeah. Yeah. So the gauntlet match. I um. I did not rewatch the gauntlet match. <laughs> Got some talented wrestlers there who were yes. not used properly. Yes, I, I agree. I, I think it was a I think it was a poorly pieced together battle royal. Um, I dig the the gauntlet match rules thing. Like I dig how they brought people in. I dig that it started as a one on one match with pinfall submission. I dig that it ended with pinfall submission. Like I I like all those things about how Impact does that. Um, I just felt like, and Joe, I think you said this in the in the group text. It felt very much like, okay, I'm going to take a bump and go over and sit in the corner for three minutes and wait for my next spot. Yeah. You know? It's one of the reasons why I really don't um, don't enjoy those eight-man tags, the, you know, those kind of things. Because, um, you know, they're, they're driven by spots. Yep. And everybody else disappears. And once in a while, if they're on the floor, you might see they have their head pop up and it doesn't give me the realism that I would enjoy seeing. Right. The other point was, and again, I don't doubt that all of those women are talented, but I don't want glow. I don't want silliness. Maybe that's not the right word. I just, I don't need the prancing pixie thing you know um they don't all have to play characters because if you have too many characters then it's it's too much like glow and it's wwe from the 90s uh, uh you know i, I want to see competitive matches within mm-hmm. their characters you mm-hmm. know um and even kylie who you know got the won the match you loved her enthusiasm my only problem is sometimes it's a little too overboard with the cutesy. If she's going to win, I want her to be a little tougher. You know, even when Bailey was doing her, you know, rainbows and lollipop stuff, she was tough. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy the match. I don't know what to say. I didn't I enjoy to. the match. I'm happy that Kylie Ray won because I think that she's super talented. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that seeing her in a match with Deanna Perrazzo, who we'll talk about in a few minutes with her match, um, I think that those two will put on a fantastic show. Um, And I think that we'll see a more serious side of her in that match. So I hope, anyway. Um, Then my boy Heath. My boy Heath showed up. Yeah, you know? that was interesting too. Yep, yep. Except they threw him out, you know. But okay, I'm all right with that story. It wasn't. So, yeah, listen, it, it'll it'll come back. It'll be fine, right? Um, Chris Bay, Willie Mack, fun match. Yeah, fun match. Uh, I I will agree with you again. Uh, Willie Mack is impacts. Uh, Keith Lee. You know, um, he's. I, I, in my opinion, and I said this in the podcast, in my opinion, he's just slightly less talented. Um, but but I, I really do. I think he, he is impacts Keith Lee. He can do almost anything. He's got a different look. You know? Yeah. He isn't as uh, big and monstrous as Keith yeah. Lee. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I enjoy his matches. Yep. You know? It was, um, I guess it was his time to cough up the title, you know, so it'll, it'll be okay. I had no yep. issues there. Yep. No issues. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Um, Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock, it, it, their pairing bothers me, right? And I think that ultimately pairing Sammy with Ken is smart because – Sammy will get over. This needs to stop. Sammy will get over. You got me going Um, now, too. Yeah, there you go. See? Um, And Sammy will get over because he is with Ken Shamrock, and that's fine. But I don't like them as a tag team. Just let them keep doing a singles feud, you know? Um, Is what it is. Sammy Callahan needs to be in rough-ass feuds. Yeah. Just, Just banging feuds. Yeah, agreed. Hey, Couldn't Ken agree Shamrock's more. amazing, man. I, he still can go. That, that's what. Oh, what, he looks great, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's still ripped, and man, hey, still one of the, a dangerous man. Still wouldn't want yeah. to get on his bad side. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is there's no wellness policy at Impact. That's all I'm gonna put out there. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna say it uh, because if we need to say it, I mean, <laughs> there's no wellness policy there. Um, all right, and then and then we get to what is my match of the night. The, the knockouts championship match, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace. Definitely. Holy moly, what a match. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. That match I was. I think that, yeah, this is what I really, um, I always talk about coming back to wrestling again because the women were bringing it you know yep. it was more believable and yeah like everything it's always going to be funny and different right. spots but yeah they did it really really well um jordan grace is is just a top-notch talent i was almost yep. disappointed to see her have to give up that belt right away you know but right. maybe there'll be some more you know, I, I I go old school, you know, 
have a match, the challenger doesn't win, you yeah. know, have another match, have a stipulation, you know, yeah. let it go out a little while. Don't just put the fire out in one shot. Yeah, agreed. But agreed. maybe they won't. That's just assuming that, that they're going to do that. Right. Great match. And I agree. It was my favorite match of the night as well. Yeah. So we get to the main event, right? And Impact spent all this time and all this money telling us that we're going to have former world champions and da, 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 da. they had I, Sting I, in the I, promos. I, I, I. They had, they had Bully in the promos. They had EC3 in the promos. They had, you know, they had, they had a ton of people in those things. They had, they had the flag up there for Rusev teasing that it would be Rusev. That would be Miro, you know? Um, and, uh, Man, we got Rich Swan and EY, right? Right. Well, I and like Rich Swan. Don't get me wrong. I like them uh, both. You know, yeah. I like them both. But I it think. was the overhype. Yes, it was. It was an immediate letdown. You know, um, I would have much rather, much rather, seen either EC3 in that spot. Uh, because I think he's more immediately, no pun intended, impactful, considering yeah. all the hype he's been building up online. Definitely or, presence, too. Yeah. Or I would have preferred to have seen, um, you know, Bully Ray or Keith Slater. Yeah, cause a little <laughs> chaos. Yeah, that would have been big. Yeah, kill me, kill me. Um, yeah, you know, little chaos. Yeah, and, and and you know what the the rumor is is that it was supposed to be Miro, and oh, well. and then he got COVID yeah, and he yeah. couldn't be there and yada yada yada. But then again, I think that leads into what we're going to talk about in a few minutes with AEW. Uh, the big rumor was that Rusev was going to be Cody's challenger this week on AEW as well. So. Um, you know, the, the rumors just, you know, Rusev, Miro, whatever we're calling him these days, he's going to be everywhere and anywhere. Um, you know, I, I I was disappointed by the fact that it was Rich Swan and EY mm. in the main event because of the overhype. Yeah. And I got frustrated yes. and I turned off the pay-per-view. Um, I went back yeah. a couple of days later and uh, and watched it, the main event again. And... It's a really good match. It's a really good match. Yeah. Doesn't beat Grace and and, and Deanna. Right, right. Right, right. But it's a really, really good match. And and Eddie Edwards is awesome and I'm fully behind him getting the belt. Fine. No problem. Right. Um I love that the Good Brothers got involved. I love that EC3's yeah, yeah. throwing the glass at the end, mm-hmm. right? Which leads us into Tuesday, right? Right. Which Tuesday. Not cease, and we need you to kind of bring us up to speed with everything here. Yeah, and and Tuesday was cool because EC3 having EC3 at the end of Slam Anniversary did what a good wrestling show should do. A good wrestling show should make you want to come back tomorrow and yep. watch the next Send part, up. right? right. Yeah. And and EC3 at the end did that, right? 
And so we got all that and more on the next episode of Impact on Tuesday. Uh, okay. We got a rematch between Bay and Mac. Automatic rematch. Boom, right there. Another great match. Bay retains. Great show, right? Um, the Good Brothers come out and, you know, and run their shtick on the mic. And Ace Austin and uh, Fulton Fulton come out there and they, you know, they start a fight and they get their clocks clean. Great. Um, after, but, well, no, that's fine. Uh, the women's match, the knockouts match. Okay, it was good. Good tag match. Okay. Hernandez and Rhino. Cool. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Rhino's kind of ramping up again, which I'm fine with because he's been in TNA multiple times. Perrazzo and Kylie Ray get into it. There's continuation there, and yeah. it shows a little bit of toughness from Kylie Ray because she's swinging back when Deanna puts mm-hmm. hands on her. Um, and then we get to Moose who defends his championship against Falaba and wins. And then EC3 comes up from behind, grabs him by the ear, pulls him back and hits him with that reverse DDT. Um, All these things do good things for impact. Mm -hmm. They follow up Slammiversary well. The build is working. But then it didn't stop there because then you got a tag team championship match with the North and the Motor City Machine Guns, right? And the Machine Guns win it, Mm. you know? Okay. Cool. Why? And I just got done saying how big a fan I am, right? I just got done saying how big a fan I am of, of Motor City Machine Guns. Why? Mm. I mean, can they carry the tag division? Absolutely they can. But why? Mm. Why? You had such a good thing going with the North. You know, so that, that left me a little bit questioning. My, my last thought is, though, with all this happening, they managed to sprinkle in one more debut in the company. Right? Ryan Myers promo shows up. So... Now we're getting another XWWE guy in the mix, right? All the while, the rumor is that Bully Ray's contract with Ring of Honor, we know, is up. It's been up for months, right? And the rumor is that he's coming back to Impact and restarting Aces and Eights, which I'm fine with because Aces and Eights was, you know. Yeah a better version of the dark order (laughs) that was executed, that was executed in a better fashion up until Bubba left, you know, until Bully left. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like impact, you know, I I put a tweet out there and said, after all these debuts has impact stepped it up enough to be a major player in the mainstream again. And initially Joe, you had said, no, you know, they, X, Y, and Z needs to happen. And a couple other people messaged me and stuff like that. But I think that if they can get one big piece, one, they only need one more big piece 
whether that's Bully, whether that's Miro, okay, whether that's Zack Ryder, if they can get one more big piece, I think they're back. Mm. I think I think that the mainstream attention on them is back. And um and I think that we're gonna start seeing a three way dance again mm. among wrestling well, television shows. That that would be good. What's the uh, what's the latest in terms of where you can find? Um, can you can you go on the? I haven't done this in a while. Can you go on the Impact app and get weekly shows? I believe you can, but I believe it's a couple of days delayed. I don't have the. Well, that, you know that I I get that. That's yeah. You know, um, I, I don't because have their main Plus, so thing is access, right? Yeah, and access is hard to get. But hard to get. But you can watch the show live on Twitch every Tuesday. Hmm. And okay. Twitch is a free app that you can get, right? Okay. And and it just streams live on their channel. Uh, but the problem with it is with Twitch, like I tried to go back and watch it on Twitch a couple of days later. You can't do that. You get little snippets and whatever they keep up. So it, uh. it runs live. It's a live stream. But then the oh. whole episode isn't posted there. Um, oh. So they need some work on that for sure. For sure. But I mean, Tommy Dreamer was saying on Busted Open this week that 7,500 people were watching on Twitch alone mm. on Tuesday night because you can see how many people are watching something on Twitch. Oh, as okay. Watch as a live stream. All right. So um, they they drew people back over. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good thing. But 7,500. Yes. But that's but that's on an internet stream. Internet for, stream right. for games. Yeah, but like what do you Twitch, get on Twitch is a I'd, Twitch is a gaming thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'd be interested to know what's going on on Axis then. You know, to put this all together. Yeah. Um, you know, we're able to gauge what happens with AEW and uh, you yep. know and NXT uh, because of these numbers. I mean, you can debate them any way you want, but uh, we can't do that to the best of my knowledge, with the way things work for impact right now. So it'll be interesting to see how it all kind of shakes out. I am. Yeah, uh, I hope impact does well. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. glad to maybe get back into it. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. See if I can find out what we impact wrestling on access TV on Tuesday, this week drew 163,000 viewers this week. So, okay. So listen, on a channel that's super limited, like Access is, right? You know, one hundred and sixty-three thousand viewers they're bringing in, plus you know, call it seven thousand viewers on Twitch. So they're at one hundred and seventy thousand, right? Is that anywhere near the six fifteen that NXT brought in this week? No, no. But they're not on a mainstream cable channel either. I you have to liken this to what ECW had, right? ECW in Philadelphia, it was on channel 48, you know, as before yeah, that's true. They, they weren't yeah. even on cable. Those they were, were on channel times, 48, though, you know? Yeah, I get that. But, yeah. but you have to think about like what they were able to build off of, mm. you know what I mean? True. Um, All right. I'll take that. So, so that's, that's my argument right now is that the best thing that can happen to impact is word of mouth and people tuning in on Twitch if they don't have access. Mm. Um, and I, I think that they will with these names that are showing up. So we'll see what happens, man. Well, if you look at the other two uh, 
players, MLW and uh, and Ring of Honor at this point. Uh, heaven knows what will happen with Ring of Honor. I think they're, you know, they might be closer to life support too. Um, Agreed. I think they're just too many internal issues um, at present. Now, MLW I have hope for, but, you know, I can't remember what channel uh, they were on or, you know, are currently right. on. I mean, right. besides YouTube, um, being sports, you know, I don't know. Yeah, agreed. So agreed. that's tough. And they have some really good talent there. So, yeah, you will find yeah. out. Yeah, really. so, so I know we don't want to spend a lot of time on Monday Night Raw this week. Um, but there, there were just like, there were two, there were three things I, I just wanted to just tap on the shoulder real quick here. Yeah. Right? Um, Mustafa Ali being there and, and teaming up with, with Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. Um, I think it's a good match. I think it's a good mix. I think that they will be able to do some fun stuff. Uh, I'm confused as to why he just randomly showed up on Raw. <laughs> it's another it's another continuity issue. Oh look at this, he's back. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And um I think SmackDown could use him. I mean, why move him? Yes, I agree, but I just I I don't know. I, I feel like it kind of is what it is. But I'm happy that Shelton Benjamin jumped on board with Bobby and MVP too. Yeah, it's nice to have factions, I think, as long as they're good factions. That's and right, right now, Zelina's got her own issues with with her two guys, so who knows? Right. Uh, but that keeps them interesting, too, you know? Right. right. Um, how about that, uh, well, I, do we call it a main event? How about uh, Big Show and, and, and Orton? I thought there was things about. I'll go ahead. There, there was there was things about it that were good, but I, I don't know. I was a little. I was disappointed being a non-sanctioned match. I, I just to me it was just Randy taking down another legend, which is fine. But they made it too obvious. Like the Big Show got all built up, and it's like, well, we know Randy's probably going to end up punting his head. So yeah. that's the only thing. It just it just messed a little bit with me. I was a little disappointed with that, even though there was some good stuff. I don't know. What's your take on it? So let me, let me ask you a question here. Let me answer your question with a question. Okay. Okay. Did you ever in the last four weeks that we've seen big show kind of building up with Randy, did you ever feel that big show was credible enough to beat Randy Orton in 2020? No, that's probably, that's, that's the, that's the story of his career. Unfortunately, you know, yes and no. Yes and no. That's a conversation for a different time. There you go. Yes that's a, and no. That's yes a conversation and... for another time. But but right, but right. My my point is, um, none of these people except for Edge, yeah, have had the credibility to tick the boxes to beat Randy, right? Um, I I don't see that changing. I don't see that being different. And, I mean, and I'm where okay do we with go it. next? You know, where do we go next? Is it Ric Flair? I mean, obviously no. that's, you no, know, you're going to wipe, no, he's going to wipe the floor with him. But 
No. And you shouldn't have Ric Flair in a match anyway. No. In any kind of a... Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I think that we're going to see someone else that's kind of half dug out of the grave. And my my thought is that the next one will be Mark Henry. Oh. Because he was down in Orlando, and they were talking about him and him and Farouk were supposedly going to be restarting the nation, and they took you know they they took a second to take the pulse of the country, and they said ah oh, that's probably not a great idea right now, and uh, and so supposedly Mark worked out in the ring a little bit when oh. he was down there, and uh, I I would not be surprised I would not be surprised if Mark Henry is next. Maybe it'll be more of a competitive match. And then. I think it will. I think they will continue you know? to get more competitive because look at the escalation, right? You had the quote-unquote greatest wrestling match of all time, right? And yeah. then it backtracks and we get Christian. Doesn't even last a minute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now we've got Big Show and it lasted a couple of minutes. Then you get Mark Henry. And now you've got maybe a 10-minute match, right? And then you get someone else, this next level, right? And then you get back to Edge when Edge comes back from injury. Mm. I think I think it's a slow build of more credible people, kind of like what they're doing with Karrion Cross on NXT, right? Karrion Cross started off beating jobbers. And then he beat Bronson Reed in what was a mostly competitive match. And then he got taken to his limit a little bit more by Dominic Dijakovic this week. And But he's still winning. It's just getting people more and more competitive for him, right? So I, I kind of feel like the same build is happening for Randy right now. Just my thought. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I didn't think of it like that. That's, that's good. Well, you brought up KK. Karen Cross, I think that. Can was... you never call him that again? Can you never uh, call him KK? Again? KK, you don't sound as yeah. That don't yeah. You make well, him you sound. You, you make him sound like listen, KK. Hey, KK, how about <laughs> Kevin? Hey, Kevin, how you doing, man? <laughs> right. I mean, you know. All right, Mister Cross. He. uh you know what? I enjoyed that. It was, I thought it was pretty frightening at the end. Yeah. That continue, continual brutality, that in-your-face yep. kind of uh, thing, you yeah. know, where, oh, yeah? Come on. And Dijakovic said, no, 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 no. All right, well... <laughs> I guess that's part of the storyline, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the pure violence of it was, I thought, was pretty intense. So agreed, agreed. It'll be interesting to see when he finally gets that competitive match, truly competitive match, top line. Yeah, where they go? Do they keep the run? Do I? They keep him a monster? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? Why do you want to? Why do you want to mess up that buildup? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Joe, I'm interested to hear your opinion on something, though. Hmm. What do you think about Keith Lee dropping the yeah, the the NXT North American Championship just just out of the blue like that? Yeah. 
um, you got Keith Lee's image. Even though he's a monster, he's a nice guy, right? Which I think sometimes works against him. I think I've mentioned this a few times where I want to see him Hulk up, you know, Mm -hmm. become the Hulk Mm -hmm. and potentially lose it sometimes. Yeah. Not, and, but I get it. That's who he is. So to have him come out and go, well, you know, I want everybody to have a shot and it's not fair. Look, bottom line is I think the general rule has been you can't carry both belts. Although the women's division, they seem they don't seem to have an issue with, oh, you know, with Don't that. get me started. Well, it's an interesting play yeah. right now, uh-huh. I think. You know, it's a whole other thing. But um, it made him look a little weak. Yeah, I agree. I think it took a ton of steam off of him. You know, a little too nice. Yep. Yep. I it's... would rather have had someone, of course, who runs the show anymore? There's no authority figure, except we saw Stephanie the other night um, come out with, with, nobody comes out and says, no, you can't do this. No, you know, I'm the boss here. This is the way we do this. Nothing. They, they make up their own matches. They so you want to talk continuity? Nobody's in charge. Yeah, I mean theoretically, William, okay. William Regal. Um, I think William Regal, when he's there, does a good job. But I think that that's also par for the course with COVID. Okay, but. You know, wouldn't it have been nicer to see somebody say, you know, okay, Mr. Nice Guy, Keith Lee, you know, uh, you got to give one of them up. It just isn't what we do, you know. And maybe have him be, you know, have some issues with it. I'm not saying beat the guy up or whoever it is, right. but have some emotional issues. Wait, I fought for these two belts. Yep. Make it make people believe. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I I I, I see where you're going. I wish it could have been done differently, but maybe you're right. Maybe this is the whole COVID thing, and it's the best they can do. You know, every time we turn on the TV, and my wife sits down to watch Raw or SmackDown, you know, she's first thing she says is, Oh, I can't wait to see Bailey and Sasha again. Sarcastically, because Bailey and Sasha are on every program. Yep. I don't mind it as much, you know, just because of where the characters are going right now. Right. Right. But I get it. Yeah. It's too much Cody opening the show every week and beating someone. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel about Cody Rhodes, by the way, Joe. No, I don't have an issue with Cody. I really don't. I don't. But I think it's dangerous to have him open the show every week and win. It's just 
it then it becomes a blender or a, a, a conveyor belt of independent artists, uh, artists, independent wrestlers coming in, losing. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, agreed, agreed. What I am super excited about with this whole North American Championship thing, though, is that Bronson Reed beat Roddy Strong and Johnny Gargano. Yes, I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm super excited for that. I'm looking forward to seeing who else is in that ladder match now, you know? Right. The interest is up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th- I have no doubt it'll be interesting, fun, uh, with the right picks, you know? Where are we going with Cross? If if Cross is not gonna be gonna beat Keith Lee, then shouldn't he get this the other title for yeah. the time being? Yeah, something to think about. That's your monster. But you know what? And and I'll say this to you the same way that I talked about the fiend and, and we're gonna run out of time on this call in a minute. But, right, right. Um carrying cross doesn't need a belt. Hmm. The Fiend didn't need a belt. Karrion Cross does not need a belt. He's already over. Mm, yeah. Tell me what good any belt does for him. It does nothing for him. Mm. So why take the belt well, off somebody else? Ar- okay, yeah, we've heard that argument before. Yep. You still got to have him in the hunt, though. Agreed. You but know, he doesn't I think. Need to, you know, put him in a triple threat match and don't let him take the pin. Mm. That's how you protect him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, that brings us to AEW. They won. They won the uh, Wednesday night contest, if you will. Skirmish. Yes, significantly. (laughs) Yeah, 200K. Jeez Louise. It was uh, a big difference. So Tyler and I were talking off, uh, off mic a little earlier, and you know, a lot of times these these increases come from what happened the week before. But can we say that in this case? I'm not sure. I just don't know. With it being the second time now. I think that people started off watching AEW this week knowing that Cody was going to be on first and knowing mm. that the rumor was that Miro was going to be there. And I think, so I think people started off there. They got, they stayed because of Eddie Kingston because he Mm. cuts, he cuts that crazy promo. It's the same promo every single time he cuts it, but, but (laughs) every time he cuts one, but it's, you know, he cuts that, that really impassioned promo and that kind of kept some people involved there. Um, and so I think that that probably played a lot into that because you had a lot of people that probably started off right away with AEW. Um, and they didn't have a bad night. I mean, oh, no. was it was it the most exciting dynamite that I've seen yet? No. But, no, it wasn't. But yeah. it wasn't a terrible show. So, like, the people that are you know, watching it are going to sit there and watch it. And, you know, JR said this week, you know, well, people should just DVR NXT. You know, they should watch it. They should DVR it. Just watch us first, you know. And people, for some reason, just whenever JR says something, they listen to him. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I'm kind of, I, I, I'm kind of in, the, in the camp of they expected Miro 
they got Kingston, so they were still surprised. And anyone who didn't know who he was was bought in by his promo. Yeah, yeah, did did well. You know? And that's a great promo. And then they were just in the show and they were DVRing NXT, which you know I do the same thing. I DVR both shows. And I just, you know, I flip back and forth. And if there's something I want to go back and watch, I go back and watch, you know. Um, you know, of Very those true. 800... I do the same thing, but I always watch AEW first. Yeah, but I mean, like... The, the way I've been. Here, here's my, my counter-argument to all these things with ratings, right? All these things with ratings, with how they measure the ratings, every time someone goes back to watch it, it's another count on their ratings, Right. So if I'm watching, if I start off watching AEW and I switch to NXT, now I've contributed one number to each of those two ratings. And then I turn back to AEW. Now I've given AEW two. Right. Mm. So someone like me who flips back and forth is kind of inflating those numbers a little bit. And then you also have to look at when you're talking about inflating those numbers a little bit, you have to look at where they're drawing their ratings from. Um, For instance, I have YouTube TV as my cable provider, right? YouTube TV, I'm pretty sure doesn't get counted in the Nielsen ratings. I get USA. I get TNT through my cable package. Mm. But I don't think it gets counted in Nielsen because it's not a major carrier. So they got to think about those people too, right? So I, I feel like... You know that, and that's why I refuse to call this a Wednesday night war. This is a Wednesday night skirmish. Uh, we're talking, we're talking about these two shows whose total uh, number of fans adds up to one episode of Monday Night Raw or one episode of SmackDown mm-hmm. in terms of ratings, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I have some coffee, please? Oh yeah, no. So- I know it. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just like, oh yeah, they won. Okay, good. A, yeah, you know, I'm not doing that an, analysis thing. It just ain't me. Yeah. What were you saying, Tyler? I, I, I don't like the war term either because it's, it's not. It's not the Monday night. War. Oh no. It'd be no. the Wednesday night. That, I agree with you. I, I'm with sure. you. I've never. Absolutely. Well. Joe doesn't like doing analysis because it requires that he fires up an extra two brain cells that aren't there anymore. You know, oh, the sun, the sun's burning them all away. That's why he's lobster man. Uh oh. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I got better things to do than spend two hours with you guys. Well, well, right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> better things to do. I, I revealed something to you all. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you know Ted's gonna edit that part out because that hurt him bad. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, you're <laughs> the only thing All that's right. getting edited Come out on, this let's week get... is the beginning and the end. Let me tell you, it was nice to see Eddie Kingston, and it was nice to see we because we had another surprise, Ricky Starks. I yeah. was happy. Was happy to see Ricky Starks come out. Um, I guess it looks like it's going to be Brian, Ricky, and uh, Taz. My only thought again is that Taz talks too much. Um, yeah. But that could be a fun little element there. And yeah, I think it's good. You know, so um, 
And Ricky Starks against Darby Allen. I like that potential right there. I think that could be great fun. You know, two young bucks, so to speak. <laughs> uh, younger bucks than the young bucks. But, uh, you know, I think there's something really good there. And uh, finally, I guess, uh, you know, the Moxley stuff, okay, fine. Didn't didn't drag me in. It didn't put me into any kind of a frenzy. Yep. But um, it was good to see Sammy Guevara come back. Nothing to do with why he was gone. Just it was nice to see him come back because I think he's another one of those, you know, young bucks, <laughs> you know, with personality um, that without him in inner circle, it's it's really just pointless. The champion. Yep. Yes, Jericho. You know. Agreed. So. Yeah. I like the way they did the mask. That, that's not been done in a while. Well, I, I take it back. They did it with uh, Phantasma. They did it real well in NXT with him. But that, that was a nice touch with uh, Guevara. Yeah. 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 I thought that was cool. A little surprise there. So um, if we were to say anything about what happened this week, as it, if it were to reflect on next week, I would say – AEW would win next week because of the carryover. Will it happen or not? I'm not convinced that's what happens. And Ted, you spent a lot of time talking about that. So um, I, I enjoyed AEW more this week than NXT with the exception of carrying cross because I'm a fan. So, right. There you go. I um, for the most part, I agree with you. I think that the only thing that I would would disagree with is uh, I think that the tag match between Breezango and Oof. um, <laughs> I forget what the the name of the other team was. Yeah, right. The um, Canadian guys. Yeah, the, the, they I, were I, from Canada. Yeah, as opposed to the. <laughs> the Mountie, you know. Yes. Yes. It's Listen, cosplay. I, 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 I like the cosplay stuff that they do because it, it lightens the mood and then they get real serious in the ring and they're so right. good in the ring that they're fun to watch. Right. Um, I enjoyed that tag match significantly more than the Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade. Significantly okay. more. Significantly yeah, you know what? More. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Um, it was a different kind of match. Yep. Um, and you're right. Uh, Brazango, they're very, very good when they get in that ring, you know. Um, I didn't like the, the dancing at the end, understanding the whole history, yep. not a problem, you know. But it's just to me like, ah, okay, whatever, you know. I, I'd rather just see them do that funny stuff see what, how they were going to dress each week yep. uh, and keep the other thing, the past history out of it. You know, we'll Agreed. say one thing though. Um, PCO has been getting a little uh, upset about uh, the fact that they, they, he feels that they're kind of WWE is kind of 
bringing his stuff back without sort of, you know, giving him credit for it. He's been putting these little things out there. And, uh, you know, I love PCO. So uh, I would, it's a shame that he's um, kind of, you know, in limbo right now himself, except for his little movies, his little cinematic movies, which uh, air every Monday night at I think 7.35 or 8.35. But uh, that's, that's going pretty good. He's, he's the king of gore there. That's been kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. One, one last thing just to get your thoughts on is uh, what about Adam Cole, man? Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, man. Yeah, that was big. Yeah. Is his contract up? No. No, he oh, resigned. Okay. He resigned. Oh, he resigned. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, he's there for a couple of years now. Uh, okay. I didn't realize that either. Listen, yeah. man. I, I I tweeted, I'm like, is is it a work or is it a shoot? Either way, we win. <laughs> you know? Well, like, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, it keeps things interesting. You know, I think they like to throw those things in there once in a while, like the the little spats between uh, who was it, Lacey and I don't remember who don't Lacey remember. was going yeah, at. Yeah, but with, I know what you're talking uh, about, but I don't but, remember who it was. You know, and of course Becky had her own uh, uh, little things going for a while there. Yeah, with um, Beth Phoenix and Edge and yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I remember that. I don't know. I, I guess they like. Um, throwing that in and you're right it it probably is a work but it, so it was interesting though so fun my, to watch my brain says these guys have been going back and forth on twitter for you know months why yeah. would adam cole go on that show if it's not a work right mm. but then you hear him drop the f-bomb as many times as he did yeah and man listen when was the last time that any WWE employee that was on any kind of media used the F-bomb? It hasn't happened in no, ages. You know. Ages. Mm. And and the fact that he was just straight up, F you, you know. I, I take Tam Y from my family to come on your effing show, you know, and you're going to still sit here and mock me. Well, F you. And then the producer comes over and he's sitting there trying to calm down. Don't F and touch me. And he shoves him as hard as he can. Man, if I'm Adam Cole and that was a shoot, man, I'm as happy as a pig in shit right now. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, he, I, I was, I was on fire just watching him. Like, yes. why, Why aren't we getting this more often? Uh, yeah, why Pat McAfee needed to do that too is well, getting the rub, I guess, from Adam Cole. <laughs> I, I guess don't I don't know. Pat McAfee's a a human being. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it would appear that we have come to the end of another Jolton Joe's Wrestling Radio with these guys. Uh, we are taking a little vacation next week, um, yes. so uh, we will we will not be recording next week. But then we'll be back uh, doing what we do so well, annoying each other. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> Although Ted and I agree more often than we don't, 
You know? Yeah, yeah. It's getting weird. It is. It's <laughs> we're <like>, bros. <laughs> no, we're not. Can't I just? Ugh. I can't you know, count that many years back in order for us to be brothers. Uh, ooh, yeah. I was thinking. I was going in a different direction, and it would be really great if you edited that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it. Just I'm just leaving it now. It's over. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> anyway, folks, it's, it's an hour listening. later than it's an hour later than we usually end the show. And it's late. It's, it's I got to do a radio show tomorrow. Yeah, it's been it's been a long day, and we filmed it on Friday instead of Thursday, so we're all yeah. like we're all messed yes. up now. And it has been filmed on location using a studio less audience. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, an audience less studio. Is that better? Um, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Charlie Brown. God, I hope he hits this because this is this is a complete breakdown, folks. A complete breakdown. It's all right. It's funny and it's organic. It's staying. Yeah, hey, sometimes hey, hey, that's what tends so. and. Yes, I'm tired. Even Murphy left a while back. He's like, Dad, I hang with you, but man, this is going too long, and I'm going to bed. He's gone. It's my fault. It's my fault. Screaming children. No, no, no. no. That's not a fault. You take care of your family, man. Um, I don't need to say anything else. I think we're done. All right, folks. Have a good night. <laughs> take Hello, my friends, and welcome to Joe and Joe's 